Welcome to episode 18 of the Marketing Matters podcast. Again, I'm sat here, well, it is now a dry glossary, but it has been an extremely wet glossary for the last two or three weeks. And today I'm sat, as usual, with David Wright. Good afternoon. And today we're also joined uh, by a guest, uh, Matthew Doan, who's uh, uh, MD at Slow Drinks, but uh, I will, we'll, get by, we'll get to you in a little bit. Yeah, today, what it's really about came out of when we were putting together our new website. We, we started thinking about the relationships we have with our clients. And one of the things that came out of that was just how long we've been working with uh, some of them. I mean, uh, five years is, is not unusual. I mean, Matthew, how long have we been working with you? Probably five or six, yeah. maybe longer, I think. Yeah, and in some cases, it sort of can be uh, even as much as uh, 10 or even more years. And in a world where um, everything seems to be about the short term, it made us realise that actually one of the most important things in marketing is actually just sticking at it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it also raises the the fundamental difference. We talk a lot about the, the difference between marketing as a uh, building the awareness and understanding of your business and uh, sales promotion as the, the, the sort of the sharp end of getting leads. And I think whereas sales promotion is something that you, you do it and see what happens, marketing is definitely more of a long-term process because it's building relationships with your customers and your markets takes time and I think there was um, something I think that Jeff Bezos from Amazon said that uh, which I thought puts it quite nicely that all overnight success takes typically 10 years and I think yeah he's uh, he's making a good point there yeah. but we thought yeah at this point rather than just taking our our word that actually if you work with us it t- it'll take forever for us to actually uh, do anything effectively it would be good to perhaps talk to somebody who has worked with us for a few years who I know has a similar sort of perspective on, on marketing so Matthew welcome formally this time thank you very much so do you want to tell us a little bit about slow drinks and how you've got to where you are today well slow drinks basically are drinks that flow slowly and they are for people who have a condition called dysphagia uh, swallowing difficulty and it's a secondary symptom of things like stroke alzheimer's parkinson's there's about 127 conditions it's a secondary symptom of and what happens is that you lose control of your swallowing ability so that little flap of skin at the top of your throat doesn't shut off in time and consequently a drink like you and I have a glass of water that you're having now (laughs) uh, flows too fast and consequently it goes in the top of your lungs and causes you to choke Um, most people know it that they would say oh it's gone down the wrong way that would happen every time you have an ordinary drink if you had dysphagia so we make drinks that flow slowly and they are designed to compensate for your lack of swallow control. They're formulated to flow at two different speeds. So one is the equivalent of single cream. The other is the equivalent of double cream. Uh, The former is for a mild stroke, the latter for more severe. And when somebody makes or has one of these drinks, it basically will go down the tongue and back into their stomach and there's no aspiration. 
And similar to Jeff Bezos, you decided you were going to uh, take on a market and change it, didn't you? Because, I mean, there are people who sell these drinks at the moment or sell drinks for a similar uh, application, but you decided that they didn't do a very good job of it, so you wanted to change the world. Would that be a reasonable...? Yes, and it it would appear that changing the world takes a lot longer than you think. Well, that was going to be my (laughs) next question. I mean, from your your perspective, what are your thoughts on uh, Mr Bezos' idea that an overnight success takes 10 years? I think it's an underestimate. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think you're, I've, I've read other data and if you can get a company to last 20 years, then you're off. The 10-year thing, that would include, you know, product development, idea, marketing and using a huge resource, mm. uh, which we don't have. And because, I mean, you've been uh, running Slow Drinks now for... 13 years. 13 years. And it's now, I, would, I mean, we've been working with you for the last five and I'm not putting any, I'm not necessarily connecting the two, but I would say it's probably over the last two or three years that you've really started to see some success with getting your stuff into the NHS and starting to see sales increase. Would that say that's reasonable? Yeah, it's all part and parcel of the mix, but yeah, it has taken that long because yeah. you, if you look back at it now and laugh, you know, not only are we creating a new product, we're driving a new market trying to sell it into the hardest market in the world, which is the NHS, against competitors who have limitless resources and huge pockets. They can basically do anything. So we're trying to create, we're we're creating something which is a completely different way of looking at the same problem. And it's taken us 13 years to get everything right. Mm. Not I, only the product, it's also the message. I, I think, I think it, it, it is it probably where a lot of companies really come unstuck because they think things are going to happen very quickly oh, yeah. and they, they plan for things to happen very quickly and they're just not geared up to allow things and to be able to support the early early days of the business while it does take that incredible amount of time. And I, But I think it, it perhaps to some extent um, reinforces what our role in this this process is it's we haven't you know you, you spend a lot of time coming up with the the ideas and the formulations and working on the basic sort of philosophies and principles of, of what what slow drinks is about but I think one of the things where we find with with many of our clients is it is we are involved in the process of helping you once you've decided what your message is but to actually stick at the process of communicating that with a with a target market and almost in spite of or alongside everything else that you're doing on a more short-term day-to-day to make sure that that process of communicating your core message continues to go out to your your target market because it does happen that slowly slowly the message gets through and yeah. uh, and people do start to pick up on and, it yeah and i know from from our time when we first met you were very strong on the this is the voice i want to have, want slow drinks to have yes. so yeah. how you know that that idea the philosophy of what's your message what's your target market and sticking true to that i mean how how does that sort of play out in in slow drinks in in what way do you mean of was talking about well should we try this and then you're going well it's not quite you remember it's not quite your core message is that what you a mean? little bit of that but also how how important that idea of always bringing everything back to what's our core message who are we trying to communicate it oh, to? oh yes yeah. how, how important is that in in your marketing i think that's vital because it's the only way you can get consistency across everything that you do and we've had conversations in the past and i thought well what if we do this and it's not quite on message yeah and you think you're right, we'll, we'll have a punt at that. Yeah. But the reality is it's a total waste of time. You're diverting things from your 
core I, message and what I, you do. I, th- I think you've got to be a wee bit careful because I think you're absolutely right in, in principle, but also there are many different ways you can communicate your core message. And inevitably, marketing is speculative. And so I think the idea of saying, well, we've not tried this before. Let's, yeah, we, we think it looks like a good idea. Let's give it a go. But make sure that that trial, if you like, is done within the context of sticking with your core message, sticking with your target market. And so the, the fundamentals don't change. Mm. But that, yeah, you can you can work around the, the, the tools and the processes that you use to communicate. And yeah, try them, test them, measure them and compare with your experience um, doing other things. And, and I think that, so you can you can evolve your marketing process, but mm. certainly not just saying, oh, this is rubbish. Let's stop and start and do something new. Yeah. That that is absolutely what you as, should avoid. As long as everything that you're doing is contributing to that ultimate message. Yeah. So yes. our, our baseline, if you like, our core message is slow drinks are safer drinks for those with dysphagia. And that sums up our business in six, six words. Mm. And I know everybody wants a, a tagline or something like that. It's not about having that if you like that it all helps but it's it's the driver it's the call to action it's the pinpoint you can hang mm. your business on yeah. and stay in that niche and it's it's tr- whatever you do that funnel always comes down to that message does that come across in and, and i think well i mean we've talked quite regularly uh, in this podcast in the past about the one of the challenges in the the modern day marketing is there are so many different i call them the shiny new things that everybody is trying to sell you or the magic ones that someone's trying to sell you this will solve your mar- all your marketing issues and it's about how you and a lot of them do they, they do have real value but it's about how you bring those into the whole mix while still not sort of going off in a, on a tangent about, oh, we must try SEO or we must try Facebook advertising. It's more about saying, well, yes, those have value. How do we actually bring those in and use them to communicate the core message that we're, we're trying to have? And I think, you know, that's something I would say that uh, you mentioned earlier about that sometimes you'll come up with an idea and I'll say, oh, you know, maybe we need to think about that. But it comes goes the other way around. You know, sometimes... I will say something and you'll say, well, that doesn't actually quite, it needs to be tweaked slightly to fit our, our, our sort of our voice. And I think it is that partnership about how you identify, I mean, we're the expert, hopefully we keep abreast of what is going on in the marketing world. So when you come and say, what about this or what about that? We, we do know about it and we can come back with an answer. And, you know, and I think it is that partnership about uh, using our marketing expertise, your in-depth knowledge of the market that you're, you're working in and your product to come up with a, a sound ongoing marketing strategy that is sustainable and can you can stick at for three, four, five, 10, 15 years, 20 years, however long it takes to actually get the success. Yes, I'd agree with you. It's, there, there is no, and it's important to remember, there's no one answer. We're trying Facebook, we do Pinterest, LinkedIn, e-newsletters, Twitter, and I think the mistake people make about any of these social media platforms is, I've got a great message, it'll work across everything and will Mm. appeal to everybody. That is the mistake. That's Mm. the biggest mistake. Because you, those are just a resource to get your, um, there's a term that used to be called salesman in print, Mm. which referred to what you sent out as a, a letter a direct mail campaign and it's the same for social media it's a salesman that you're sending out to try and engage 
but mm. one salesman isn't going to appeal to every single person. Yeah. And it's about understanding who you're speaking to and trying to just tweak that message for each each type of person yeah. and taking them all on board. I, th- I think there's another factor as well, which is that, and, and I'm very aware this is so true for yourself, that having utter conviction in your proposition mm. that because I think one of the... Uh, one of the issues that you get is that when when people are getting messages out, they're almost looking for when they when they get response from from their marketplace, it's giving them reinforcement in the belief of their own message. And if they don't get that reinforcement, then they will start to doubt their own message somehow. And 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 I think having a real fundamental belief in the the benefit that your proposition, whether it's a a, a medical thing like like mm. yours is or or any product or service if you don't utterly believe in it yourself it's going to be very difficult to to sustain effective marketing uh, to to a marketplace that are never going to understand your product as well as you do so mm. so i think um having that conviction gives you the platform to try different things and accept that the uh, the response that you get isn't a isn't as a result of how good or otherwise your your product or your proposition is it's just it's something to put in the context of that's what i'm getting out of my marketing yeah. and yes and i think, I think I mean, one of the things i love it i love the phone calls when you ring me up and says i'm sure we're missing something what what is it we're not doing that, that, that could just speed things up and i think it's it's it, sometimes i roll my eyes when uh, when i get those phone calls but actually i love them because it is it is about not sitting on your laurels it's always thinking yes we we are getting things right but there are always things we could be doing better there could be things that we we haven't maybe haven't tried yet so I think it is about but having the uh, uh, the confidence as David said about your product but also for us having the confidence in, in what we do to be able to be willing to say yeah actually maybe there is something more we can do we don't know everything so I think I think, you've always got to you're just challenging all the time yeah because us you anybody else you're trying to get a message through in a whatever market you're in there are other people who may have bigger pockets than you who are doing more than you, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're better. You've got to find that way through. Yeah. I, something you mentioned before about, what, you know, are we doing enough? Whatever mantra uh, we, that you've got, which is that you're yeah. challenging yourself, is you can't expect a result straight away. And yeah. I think that's the, that's the toughest bit. Whereas if you go and see somebody, you talk to them, do you want it or not? Yes or yeah. no? That's it. Yeah. But just because they say no doesn't mean if you Correct. keep at them, if you keep banging yeah. on at them, eventually they'll so they, <laughs> so you So you've then got to, and you forget that you've spent, you know, you've chased them down for yeah. months to get to a meeting for them to go, maybe. Yeah. And it's the, exactly the same with your social media marketing. Yeah. It's, the reality is nobody is going to respond straight away. And they're not going to respond the second time, the third, the fourth, the fifth. It yeah. just keeps going. But, but everybody has their example. Well, not everybody, but people keep hearing the examples of when people have allegedly responded very quickly. Now, mm. whether they have or not, coming back to what Jeff Bezos said, but and and it it can be as I say, if you don't have your conviction in your your own business and your own product, then hearing about quote unquote all these other people who are getting instant response can you can easily lose lose any confidence you mm-hmm. have and that's why you have to have this almost blind belief yes. um, in 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 what you're doing and and I think 
sure, ultimately, there's no question your your product, your service, or whatever, really must deliver value and really must deliver benefit. But you've kind of got to just accept that and put that on one side and go for it. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then the process is just getting that message out there. If you do that, that is where real success comes from. Yeah. But it takes time. It yeah. absolutely takes a huge time. amount of time. Okay, well, I think on, on that note, I think we will uh, draw things to a close. And as always, we just try to wrap up with some, you know, if, if this sort of discussion has resonated, what, what do you do next when you get into the office after listening to this uh, podcast or wherever you work? What should you do? I'll, I'll start with Matthew. I mean, what do you think is uh, your sort of tip for success in terms of how you keep things going and how you just stick at it? Bloody mindedness, I suppose, is one <laughs> one thing. But what David touched on before was you, you've got to have a complete and utter belief that you offer better value in a better way mm. for who you're targeting. Mm. And trying to show people that by sticking at it and sticking with the same message. And whilst you think they're bored, people are bored with it, they're not. You no. can come across people, as we do, 10 years on, who haven't heard of us, yeah, well, which I find incredible. <laughs> the, amount of, for the amount of material we send out, and we still find people who haven't heard yeah. of us. It's all you have to presume that it's all new to them, yeah. and you you reiterate, and it's you're, you're never changing anything. It's the same story yeah. all just, the time. Just stick at it and stick just at it. And, yeah. Keep going, and so, just that, those little gems where you get a result. Yeah. And I, and I that's think that, that's. It is important that sort of been talking about how hard it is and it takes forever and what have you. But but that the reality is that within this process, you do get positives, you do get results, you do get reinforcement that that you are right. And you can see one of the great things about all the, the metrics you get, you can see progress. Yes. It's not like you're thinking you're just running along blindly. You see the progress you're making and it might not be as quick as you want, but it is. Uh, I, I think yeah. that it's important. It is important to stress that, that what we what we are absolutely not saying here is that you just blindly stick at something no. for <laughs> 10 years. That, but but you do, um, you know, in the, in the words of, of Del Boy, you know, this time next year, we're going to be millionaires. I think the fact that you're not a millionaire this time next year is perhaps not unlikely but the fact that you you are seeing flashes of the success that you're hoping for and it it, grabbing onto those Mm. and and using those as as a driver to to keep you going even though it's slower than you think and it's harder than you Mm. think and people aren't as responsive as you think there are positives out there and and i think i mean we're we're always going on about planning but i think in these sort of circumstances having a plan and understanding the strategy that you're using and the plan that you've got uh, and is key because that's the thing that you can always go back to and say, well, actually, these are the plans we made. Am I sort of moving in the right direction? So you're not just sort of chasing along blindly. It's about having that plan and uh, regularly um, reviewing and making sure that that plan is taking you in the right direction. I think we will we will leave it there. And as always, if you want to find out, well, first of all, if you want to find out more about Slow Drinks, you'll find their website at slowdrinks.com or on Twitter and LinkedIn at, at Slow Drinks. Uh, if you want to hear more of our podcasts, you'll find them at podcast.bsamarketing.com. Our website is bsamarketing.com where you will find an excellent post from uh, recently about planning, which I'd, I'd recommend to you. And you'll find 
us on Twitter as well. So for now, uh, until next time, goodbye and happy marketing. Thank you to Matthew while he quietly expires in the corner. <laughs> You're not aspirating, are you? No, he didn't I just aspirate your so. water. Thanks very much. Thank you.